0: Today we'll be discussing the Russian invasion of Ukraine, so before you go, make sure you click on the link in the description to tell Congress to stay out of the war and to get out of the entangling alliance known as NATO. The invasion has certainly stirred the hearts and minds of not only Americans, but lovers of freedom around the globe. No one likes to see innocent citizens getting hurt, but we must also realize that with national sovereignty the responsibility of governing falls to each individual country. The United States must do what's best for its citizens while Ukraine must do what's best for its citizens. We're seeing calls for the U.S. to get involved militarily in the war. Should the United States commit troops to come to the aid of Ukraine at the expense of American lives and taxpayer dollars? Are we committed to accepting the consequences of our actions? Are we willing to go toe-to-toe with our longtime nemesis under the direction of our current commander-in-chief who has made it a priority to use the military as his own woke experiment? Are we willing to go nuclear and accept all the repercussions that will have on our way of life? If you thought the COVID lockdowns were badly managed by government, what do you think it will be like under martial law when every American will be a suspect if our homeland comes under direct attack? One thing is for certain, war has the potential to pull out all of the stops to disregard the collective humanity of a nation, to trample individual God-given rights, to sweep away the very foundations of freedom. War is not to be taken lightly, and neither is any type of involvement to arm and supply the countries involved. After World War I, the United States was committed to a foreign policy advised by the Founding Fathers, peace and commerce with all nations, entangling alliances with none. But 20-some years later, Americans were watching their federal government go against that important advice by providing war materials to combatant nations and sanctioning the Japanese to the point of goading them into war. Now, this is not to say that the attack on Pearl Harbor was justified, yet the attack was known to be coming and it was allowed to happen in order to get the U.S. to go to war. With all that Russia has done and all that the U.S., E.U., NATO, and other allies have done in regards to sanctions, Where is all of this heading? When Pearl Harbor was attacked, Congress declared war on Japan the very next day and swung the entire country into the war. Is that what we want now? To mobilize the military and many critical industries to crank up the war machine? Who here in America is ready to make that ultimate sacrifice? Or to ask our family members to potentially make that ultimate sacrifice? The outcome of World War II was a devastation to many families, industries, and countries that helped to shape a world order that saw the U.S. eventually become the policeman of the world. We were soon involved in many conflicts throughout the world, throwing away our founders' advice. Communism took hold in many so-called allied countries, even though freedom won. If world war is launched now, we at the John Birch Society shudder to think of the outcome. What keeps Putin moving forward on his evil crusade is resources. In the name of globalism, the federal government has taken steps to create entangling trade alliances that have largely decimated American manufacturing and helped to create supply chains from our enemies. And in doing so, we established conditions that favored antagonistic regimes and provided them with the economic foundations necessary To undermine the peace prosperity and security of Americans and we are witnessing that outcome now the founding fathers advised us to be strategic in our trade and where we did business why should we reward our enemies with additional business and friendship if they're committed to destroying freedom the rising prices we see today are due exactly because we ignored the wisdom of our nation's founders going a step further What we see today is not because of an irresponsible and ill-informed choices made by a specific political party. What we see today is the continuation of a planned attack on Americanism that began shortly after the founding of our country. This plan is to subvert countries into a world government, which is why you see so many international organizations mainly tied together through the United Nations. By the year 2030, the UN intends to complete It's extremist environmental agenda that provides for controls on nearly every aspect of human life. This is why climate change has become such a trigger for governments to institute sweeping changes for industry and to limit consumer choices. This is why you're seeing such irrational and illogical behavior when it comes to supplanting stable energy derived from petroleum with unstable and unreliable energy from wind and solar. This is why President Biden and his administration are not working with American industry to produce more oil here. They would rather make deals with our enemies to get more oil, furthering our entangling dependence and undermining our self-reliance and our country's independence. Biden and his globalist ilk are using this government-induced crisis to force Americans to switch to solar and wind, which can only be done with huge subsidies from taxpayers. But as history has proven time and time again, solar and wind are not stable or efficient long-term energy sources. Crises give governments opportunities to extend their reach, scope, and to make advances in the globalist agenda. Clearly, COVID has proven this to even the most skeptical. Look at the advances made during COVID. Disintegration of the confidence placed in our elections, a takedown of independent doctors, a takeover and banning of respectful medicine, blatant censorship, precedents to take away your God-given rights, the ability to force vaccinations and face coverings, forcing you out of your job, banning you from flying and even from attending religious services. Where in the Constitution is any of this even allowed? War is another tool that allows government to suspend the rules and treat your rights as privileges. Look what happened to the U.S. during World War II. The internment of Japanese Americans, the militarization of industry, the rationing of goods and services, the price and paycheck controls, all in the name of defending freedom. What a gross misconstruction of the word. War is also used to move countries up or down the ranking of world order. If you've ever read the book 1984 by George Orwell, you get a sense of the plan of the future new world order. The countries of the world have been reorganized into three large areas that are perpetually at war, giving their governments the excuse to have total control, not unlike what the average Chinese now experiences. These three areas of Oceania, Eurasia, and East Asia are regional unions of once sovereign countries. A modern example is the European Union. These three unions war against each other for total control of the world. If we applied this to the situation of Russia and Ukraine, then we see Russia working to take back its Soviet Union members through war, and perhaps looking to gain governing control over the EU by getting those member countries hooked onto Russia's abundant natural resources, namely petroleum, natural gas, and coal. Meanwhile, globalists are pushing the US to partner with China to help stop an accelerated nuclear arms race. However, what has China been doing so for so many years? The answer, building itself up into a superpower to rival the current world order. As economies tank, currency restrictions happen, and world order begins to shift, elite globalists are pushing for a great reset of society, which boils down to government central planning of basically everything. This central planning would almost certainly usher in world government. Gone would be the protections of your God-given rights, your way of life, and the ability to make your own choices. Pushback would result in either coerced re-education or death, as demonstrated by history. If the U.S. gets caught up in war with Russia, it could be disastrous. To best hurt Russia is to starve it out. As has been pointed out in previous videos, the Ukraine narrative has been twisted to suggest that Ukrainians have to choose between being a part of Russia or being a part of the EU slash NATO union. However, the fighting spirit of proud Ukrainians has proved they can govern their own country without any globalist meddling. Russia is facing a determined foe, but it's uncertain if Ukraine can hold out. Even so, they should never exchange their independence for globalist bondage, and neither should we. We ask that you click on the link in the description to tell Congress to stay out of the war, sanction Russia, and get out of the way for American industry to quickly build independence and domestic supply chains. These last two years have proven that relying on Russia, China, and any other enemy is detrimental to our way of life. We also ask you to like this video, share it, subscribe, and ask others to do so as well. I'm Bill Hahn with the John Birch Society. Until next time, stay informed, stay active, and let's get organized, patriots.